That was a drive-by ghosting. Hi, everyone. My name's Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Oh, each week we talk about, I don't know, ghosts? Uh, I don't know. Ghosts that are fast. Cryptozoology. Ghosts that are, you know, just like an average speed. Murder cases. Slow motion ghosts. Everything spooky related. Yeah. And you get to pick from what we said is the spookiest thing. And then send us a letter and we'll talk about it today on our show. We'll wait. Uh, Every single week, Lindsay and I, separately of one another, Lindsay will go upstairs and I'll go up upstairs. Which is weird because we only have a one floor house. Yeah. Do you count the basement ever? Does anyone ever count the basement? They always say like one one floor with basement, but like that's two floors. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Thanks. I don't know. It's a basement. It's a basement. (laughs) It's the base of the mend. What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, either way, Lindsay and I will separately of one another research a topic or kind of like the last few weeks, a handful of topics. Yes. And then we will discuss them for the very first time with each and every one of you on our show. And this week, our show is dedicated to... Larry? Have we done Larry yet? I don't think so. Okay, so Larry and... I don't know. Okay, just say any human name. <laughs> I don't know a lot of human names. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I only know ghost names. Say a non-human name. Um, Derek. Say it again. <laughs> say it one more time. Uh, Derek. Derek? Yeah. Okay, so to me that sounds like a human name. Now I'm wondering if that's spelled differently perhaps to make it non-human. Yeah, it has a J in it. Where? Uh, in the middle. Oh, so D E J. And at the end. Whoa. Yeah. D E J R or D E R J and then J K or K J? I don't know. You'll have to ask Derek. (laughs) Okay. Well, if I can find Derek, I'll ask Derek. Okay. What did we even talk about last week? You said stories and I had to be your Foley artist. Yes. That was very fun. It was very silly. For me, it was very silly. Yeah. And then I talked about some stories. I mean, I'll say real life because they happened in real life. At least the, the stories were told in real life. But uh, some stories about the men in black, the, the real MIB. men in black. Mm-hmm. Not bloopers and behind the scenes from the Will Smith movie. Although you did have a Will Smith soundboard last week. I did, and I still have it on my phone. Oh, good. I haven't I haven't deleted it because I was like, man, do I clean up any space on my phone? I don't have a lot of stuff on my phone, but I do have four soundboards. <laughs> Definitely got to keep those soundboards. Yeah, because you never know when you're going to need them. And like, I'll, I'll go through them every once in a while. And they're fun to listen to, I think. Sure. Yeah, well... Whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, Linz, I have a question. Yeah. How uh, How are you? I'm okay. Cool. I'm good. Yeah. I have some spooky stories for you. Okay, that's good because you're first this week. I am. Well. Do you want to jump right into it? I guess. Do you want to oh. hover right into it? <clears throat> Let's hover right in. After uh, one thing that I don't know if we've really discussed on the show, I think let's talk about it up front, is that the Scavengers Network has a Patreon that we never discuss. Yes, the Scavengers Network does have a Patreon, and I, for some reason, I don't think we've ever talked about it on our show. You can go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network and become a member today, and you can get all sorts of fun little bonus content things. We've done some small little podcasts, bonus podcast stuff. There are bonus videos. There's the $1 tier. There's the Scav Extra, which is a $2 tier. The Scav Friend, 5 bucks. The Scav Crew, the $10 tier, and the Scav Fam, which is a $20 tier. 
per month. So if you'd like to go over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network, you can go check it out now and browse and become a member of the scavengers crew and get all sorts of fun bonus content. Fun. Yeah, fun. It is fun. I think you can purchase stuff on there too. Yeah, if you go to this, now that's on the Scavengers Network website, scavengersnetwork.com. There's some Spooky Spouses merchandise as well as some merchandise from other shows on the network. Yeah. Very fun. Go check it out if you want. (laughs) Okay. Okay, sure. All right, well, I'll jump into my topic because it's a little long because it's a bunch of little stories because you know I love stories. I know you love little discreet stories. Well, these are kind of heavy stories, but um, whatever we don't get to, I'm sorry. I guess you just don't get to hear them. Okay. (laughs) Ever again. Maybe we'll record them and that'll be some bonus content on the Patreon. Okay, so my kind of topic this week is about a guy that wrote stories when he was part of a search and rescue team. Whoa, what? So they're just very odd little stories that happened. While he was a search and rescue guy? Yeah. Okay, this seems, I'm intrigued. So I'm they're curious. Called a, they're called an SAR officer, or SAR officer, or oh. a search and rescue. And he just has some weird little things that happen to him. Like some of them are a little macabre, but... They're interesting. Cool. I'm excited for this because I have no grasp of this world at all. Yeah. Well, the first story he said was he explains that he has a pretty good track record of finding missing people. He's been an SAR officer for a really long time. Most of the time, people just wander off the path or they've slipped and they've gotten hurt and they can't find their way back. So this is like in the woods or something? Yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you meant wandered off the path metaphorically or literally. In the ocean. (laughs) In the ocean. They wandered off the path looking for a rat boat, couldn't find (laughs) it. They found them. But yeah, these are mostly just in the woods. He has other search and rescue that are more like Coast Guard type stuff. But these are just his woods ones that were a little weird. Okay. The woods ones. Woods ones. The Um, the SAR officer and the woods ones. So he has, he starts off with two cases that bother him a lot. And he uses them as motivation to search even harder for missing person cases that he gets called on. Okay. So it kind of like really affected him in a way and was like... These are really weird, and I have no explanation for them. Yeah. So the first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. Him and his sister were together, and they kind of were berry picking, and they kind of wandered off, and the parents got really nervous because they could not see them in sight. The parents totally lost sight of them, and in a few seconds, they just were gone. Weird. So the parents obviously freaked out and called the search and rescue team because they were panicking. It had been hours. They couldn't find their kids, which kids, I mean, you always think like, well, what parent just loses their kids? But kids like they wander off. They're kids, like dogs. Kids can like seemingly just disappear, even in, yeah. like, even in your own home. Like you'll you'll see parents with the kids on the leashes and you're like, come on, man. But yeah. then again, it's like, well, at I least think, you know you got them. <laughs> at least you know you got them. <laughs> Humiliating. Yeah. But, they look silly, but yeah. at least you got them. Well, they called the search and rescue team. Um, They found the little girl pretty fast. She had just wandered off like a mile or so. So she wandered off quite a bit. Okay. Um, They found the little girl pretty fast. She seemed pretty quiet and to herself. And they kept asking her where her brother was. And she said that a bear man had grabbed him. Whoa, what? She said that, I don't know, it was just a bear man, but she seemed pretty calm. She said her brother was riding on the shoulders of the bear man and didn't seem scared. Of course, the little girl was insistent that it wasn't a normal man, but it had been a tall man covered in bear-like hair and had a weird face. 
the bear man, I guess, offered her some berries that they were picking and told her to be quiet. She kept insisting that it was covered in bear-like hair and had a weird face. She also Uh, said that it was the tallest man she's ever seen, and she couldn't explain it. That's really, that's really bizarre. They, of course, the search and rescue team thought it was an abduction. Yeah. That someone had kidnapped the little boy, but they found no trace of any human, like, footprints or, like, tents or something that he had been living in the woods or any kind of, like, they looked for everything, like wrappers or food or anything, couldn't find anything that was human-related, and they never ended up finding the little boy nor a trace of him. They never did? No. Holy moly. This just got heavy duty. Yeah. So like I understand kids can have like a pretty wild or pretty wild imaginations when it comes to like making up stories and they just like say things as fact. But the fact that they found no trace of another human. That's really, really strange. And to me, I mean, as silly as it sounds, it kind of sounds like a Bigfoot. See, a very tall hair like man. Yeah. With a weird face. With a silly face called the Bear Man, but I now do you think did it quite literally ask them, hey, do you want some of these berries, or do you think the little girl could understand that he was because it was just like through gesture, like, huh? I don't know. It just said that he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, so he did communicate with her. Maybe. Oh wow. It said you have to stay quiet. Wow, we. That's intense. So like a Bigfoot might have stolen this kid. Wow. So I'd like to mark it now. I This is what, episode 67? I think yeah. this is 67. I, this might be the first time where you've said it might be a Bigfoot. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I don't totally believe, but it is a weird story. It is. And you, you and I were talking earlier, like, you know, logic can come into play. And we're like, well, it's easy to convince ourselves through logic that things aren't true because it's easier to understand. But could have been a Bigfoot, could have been, I mean, or just could have been something weird and nasty. Wow, that's intense. All right, the next one that I have is, he said, a few times I've been out searching with my canine. Aww. (laughs) Do you think it's so cute? (laughs) And it's so cute. And it's unusual because they've tried to lead me off cliffs. Not hills, not even rock faces, just straight off cliffs with no possible way. Like, there's nothing on the other side. I mean, obviously, there's the whole thing of suicide of people jumping off the cliffs but they're not even i mean they're not even finding people or bodies it's just dogs are getting a scent of something that goes right off cliffs wow that's 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 peculiar yeah he said it's always just very strange it doesn't know if it's a dog tracking an animal or something else but it's just always weird well usually like search and rescue dogs are well you know smarter than both you and i and like they i i think that they're they're trained to like not always smell every animal or something i don't know you you would think it would be kind of important he just thought it was kind of it's kind of strange i agree that's very strange this one was he teamed up with another SAR officer um, because they received reports of bears in the area. They were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from climbing a climbing trip 
when he was supposed to. They ended up having to do some serious climbing to get where they think he had been. They finally did find him, but he was trapped in a small crevice with a broken leg. He said it was not pleasant. He had been there for a few days. Good Lord. But because it was infected and he was losing kind of blood and he hadn't eaten a few days, the guy was a little bit loopy. Yeah. Of course. And that was like, okay, that's a typical search and rescue. What he found was weird is he figured the guy was just in shock because he kept just talking like everything was fine and that he was okay and like you could he could just leave him there like he's like okay i don't know if this is just the shock talking or what and then he proceeded to go into a story that the reason that he had fallen was because he was climbing up on top of a cliff and he said he saw a guy that was trying to climb without any equipment and he was wearing a parka and ski pants what? So the guy that was found with the broken leg was like, this guy's going to get hurt. So he climbed up to him. And when the guy turned around, he had no face. What? It was just blank. The guy with the broken leg freaked out and ended up falling off the mountain because he had what he had just seen. And that's how he fell into a crevice and got caught and broke his leg. So the guy sped up and climbed higher because there was a guy climbing with no gear who was wearing like ski pants and stuff? Yeah. So he went up to go help this guy. Yeah. And when the guy turned around, he had no face. Whoa. So he fell in shock. Yeah. And then the freaky part was there. He was there for a couple days and he swears that he heard loud, horrible, muffled screams on top of that mountain where he had seen the guy for those two nights that he was there. So do you think that this guy saw the ghost of a climber who maybe. had maybe fallen to his or her death, then was hearing the disembodied screams of a climbing ghost while he was trapped? Maybe. That is insane. So the off- the SAR officer was like, I don't know if it was shock and he was making this stuff up and he just had kind of become a little loopy because he was losing blood and he was infected and he was in the woods at night. Yeah. But he doesn't know. He said it was just a weird story that bothered him. That would bother me. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> I would I would cut the guy off and say, hey, I might leave you here. You're really bothering me. Yeah. That's what I'd say to him because I'm rude. Well, another story is he said this was also one of the creepiest things that ever happened when he was involved in the search. A young woman who had gotten separated from her hiking group, she was out and about. They finally found her. The dogs picked up her scent. She was not off cliff, so that's good. That um, is good. <laughs> she said she was curled up on a large rotted log. Okay. She was missing her shoes and her backpack and was clearly in shock. She didn't have any injuries, and we were able to walk her back to the base with us. But along the way, she kept looking at everyone and just giving them weird faces. So we just figured she was in shock. Yeah. And just was like, okay. But the closer we got to the base, the more aggravated the woman got. She kept asking me to tell them to stop making faces at her. At one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the forest, saying that she wanted them to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with them. Whoa, what? Yeah, and she wouldn't, like, she said she kept saying that she wouldn't give us to him. So the officer kept moving, but then we started hearing weird noises coming from all around us, almost like coughing, rhythmic and deeper. What? It was almost insect-like, but I really don't know how else to describe it. 
We were within the site of the base camp and the woman turns to me and her eyes are about as wide as I could imagine and she touches my shoulder and says, he says to tell you to speed up. He doesn't like looking at the scar on your neck. Now the officer does have a very small scar on his neck from a hiking incident, but it was hidden under his collar. He has no idea how the woman knew this or saw this. Okay, is this all from the same officer? Yes. Man, take a vacation, (laughs) dude. Go somewhere for a little while. Well, I would imagine if you're, I mean, it's kind of like a fire watch, dude. Like, you're in the isolation, you're in the middle of the woods. I'm sure you hear and see some strange things. Yeah, I'm sure too. But yeah, she kept telling them that, like, something in the woods. That was coughing rhythmically and also pretty low pitch, knew about some weird forest spirit or spirits were like trying to take this lady and knew about this guy's scar or something? Yeah, and she said that she wouldn't give the officers to them because there was a couple officers, including the guy telling the story. And then she knew about a scar on the writer's neck that was covered up. Whoa. He said it just freaked him out. And I would I would immediately, I go, well, guys, I think that's enough for me today. I'd go home and I would take a week off. I would just lay around. Well, the worst part of the story oh, no. Come is on. they had to stay on that base camp that night because they were so far out from civilization, I guess. <sighs> and he said it freaked him out a little bit, but they went in their tents and went to bed. And right before he fell asleep, he heard a coughing right in his ear. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. He said he was never so excited to leave a base camp in his life. Oh, my gosh. So how many how many hours of sleep do you think he didn't get that night? Oh, my gosh. All I don't of know. them? All? Like every Probably. hour? Oh, my gosh. Very weird. What would you do if you were in the woods and you heard someone cough in your ear? What can you do? I mean, you're... Kick. Go cuddle up with another officer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, scoot over. Hey, can I come and sleep in your tent, please? Please. I'll, let's zip our sleeping bags together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, creepy. So, like, here they thought this lady was in shock, but... Maybe not. Yikes. Well, maybe she was in shock, but rightfully so. Yeah, because she was probably being haunted. Okay, so the last one that I have is, he said it's probably the weirdest story that he has. Oh, this is the weirdest one? <laughs> so, oh, yeah? Which it is kind of. I agree. It is very weird. So he doesn't know if it's true in every SAR unit, but in his, it's sort of an unspoken rule that you don't talk about this. Okay, but he's talking Um, about it. Yeah, but you don't talk about it with your officers. Because it's too creepy? Yeah, it's just a weird thing. Okay. So... (laughs) Anyone else else love front flips? So he says that, you know, I don't know if this is to like keep the folklore going or if it's just a really unspoken rule that you just don't talk about it with officers but they said that if you ask an SA officer about it they probably won't say much about it okay so it happens so frequently that I guess it doesn't even seem that weird anymore to him not front flips right not front flips okay but just about on every case where he's kind of really far into the wilderness like 30 to 40 miles that's really far into the wilderness like way out in the woods yeah that's so not very a lot far. of people are out there yeah not a lot of random people are out there that he'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods what what now this has what? happened a lot and there's pictures of them online what do you just just a just different staircases that lead to nothing in the middle of the woods. And this is not like this is 30 to 40 miles in. 
Like, this isn't just people messing around. I mean, think about that. The longest hike I've ever done, I've only been backpacking one time, but we weren't we weren't more than six miles from, like, where we parked almost at any given moment. Yeah. 30 to 40 miles? Right. And you think, like, okay, if someone's going to put a staircase or dump a staircase or something in the woods... They wouldn't go 30 to 40 miles in the woods to dump that staircase. Also, how would you just, how would you even get it there? Right. What, throw it? <laughs> Magically. Really hard? I don't know. But he said that the first time that he saw one, he was a little weirded out. He asked his senior officer at the time, like, what's that all about? And he just told him to not worry about it. This is something that happens very often. Just don't worry about it. Just ignore it. What the heck? And he said, don't go near them. Just n- kind of a not a big deal. Like, this is something that I guess they see a lot. I wonder how much a lot is. I don't know. If you look them up, like, staircases in the woods, like, online, Yeah. there are so many different types. So, like, it's weird. There's a lot of them, and there's different types. So this officer was kind of thinking, like, okay, maybe there were old houses that this was a town, and, like, yeah. everything had fallen apart except for the staircase. That's what I was thinking. But it's still kind of weird that there's no other remnants of a house. Or trails. Yeah. Or roads. And he's checked maps before because it was very unusual for him. Yeah. And he's like, to my knowledge, unless this was way, way back in the day, there's no trails or roads that ever let, led to this area or the areas that he's kind of seen them at. That's really and people. Bizarre. Another thing that's bizarre is Molly just laid on my microphone cord and it shot up to the ceiling. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, it's just very weird. You can look pictures of them up. They're just staircases and they're all different like decades looking. This that's really that's really I unusual. <laughs> yeah. And they don't lead to anything and No. I mean, all the officers say stay off of them and he's like, "Well, probably because they're unsafe." Yeah. Don't climb on them. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing that maybe they're like, just stay. That's weird. What do you think would happen if we can take a guess? If you were to find one of these things sitting in the woods and you just were to run up them at full speed, just run up these stairs at full speed. You like go into a different time period. Do you think so? Like you you think you jump, you teleport. I want to find where one of these is and just go there and just be there for a minute. Or you just fall off of it. I don't know. (laughs) Or it's nothing. And you're 30, 40 miles out and you're hurt because your leg's busted. I thought you were going to say, and you're 30 to 40 years old and you just ran up a staircase (laughs) and fell off really hard. And you're just ashamed. That's really intense. Yeah. I mean... I was like surfing the web for a while, just looking at these staircases. I didn't know you were so cool. I know. And you surf the web a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What other cool things do you do? Not much. Yeah, same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But those are just some weird stories from this guy that his time and search and rescue and just weird stuff. I'm sure there's so many weird stories. I would love, and I'm not exaggerating, a full episode of just stories and stories and stories that we've collected from search and rescue officers or something like real stories. Oh, yeah. Because think about being out in the woods or even like out coast the guards. Ocean? Yeah. For sure. There's probably so many. You probably see rat boat floating by. Man. Sorry, 
sorry, I just always got to bring up rat boat because I, I think it's my favorite thing now. Honestly, I think it's mine as well. And like, <laughs> if I were to see rat boat, I would like, in order to get rat boat's autograph, I might like, I don't know, like dunk one of the rats in like a little bit of ink and then like rub it on paper and then set it back. And then I'd frame it, be like, look at my rat boat autograph. I think yeah. that would be excellent. If we know anybody who does search and rescue or you know someone who knows someone who knows someone, etc., please, please send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com or get to us on Twitter or Instagram at Spooky underscore Spouses. Did I say that right? Spook- yes. <laughs> and just let us, please let us know some stuff. Yeah. This is so, this is so interesting. Yeah, it's very weird. And I mean, he just by his writing and the stories that he told, it seems like he has a pretty legit. And the fact that I looked up these staircases and they are all over the Internet. Like, obviously, he's not making up these stories. Wow. Because he's retired now. I mean, he's an older guy now. These are when he was younger. He's what? Maybe like 35 now? He's probably like 26, 27, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Are there people who have just made it, like made so much money, they're probably retired. They're like 25 years old. Yeah. Anybody that is in Silicon Valley. Or a YouTube star. Or a YouTube star. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Lynn's not, I mean, I, I, I say this a lot just because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I never exaggerate stuff for the show. I'm not overly enthusiastic, like needlessly. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's creepy. I want to go there so bad. Okay. Well, well they're everywhere. I want to go everywhere so bad. <laughs> me too. Speaking of going places, would you like to come with me to do some haunted housekeeping? Sure. All right. You it's don't probably seem... going to be scary. Do you really want to go? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will see. Are we teleporting? We're going to run up the staircase okay. as fast as we can. Okay. What color is the staircase that we're running uh, up? Blue. This is so cool. Okay. Okay. We're going hand in hand, running sure. up it at full speed. You're yeah. faster than I am, so I'll, I'll keep up. In three, two, one. Our extremely haunted show is brought to you by Vidi Space. Vidi Space is an online spooky streaming service started by our buddies Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint. You can find everything spooky on there, including us, and it's really scary. <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that we're on there is terrifying. Vidi Space is an app that you can download on your iPhone or your Android. You can also go to vidi.space on your computer computer and search a bunch of super spooky content documentaries about bigfoot alien stuff maybe you want to watch some more creepy things about the men in black because this show just really inspired you to do it go right ahead start streaming and screaming you can go to vidi.space that's v-i-d-i dot space and get a 15-day trial for free and browse all the content you'd like and then see what you think and then maybe you just want to be spooked and scared and scream all the time you can do it we also are a proud member slash part of the (laughs) scavengers family at the scavengers network that's true the scavengers network was started by our big beautiful boss boy baby baby boy boy colin m parker and it's home to a lot of wonderful podcasts and some youtube vids as well you can check out podcasts on there like new shows insanely haunted i don't know radio myth takes a a tabletop role-playing game podcast the new show morgan needs a podcast by with with our buddy morgan spatola all sorts of stuff you can go to scavengersnetwork.com or check out the scavengers network on twitter instagram or facebook and stay up to date with all your pod buds 
Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully you tidied up, you swept, you mopped, you, I don't know, what else, what other chores are there? Summoned a demon. You summoned a demon. Maybe you made this noise. <laughs> that was Will Smith just saying, hey. You watched Independence Day real quick <laughs> on Fast Forward really times quick. four. Do you, okay, uh, here's a question for our listeners. You can let us know where, when, whenever you want. Do you listen to music when you do standard housekeeping things, or do you put a movie on? Or a podcast. Or a podcast. Linz, what do you do? I, I've done both. I've done, well, not usually a movie, yeah, but a me TV either. show yeah. for background or music. Or yeah. pod, I've done all of them. For me, it's like 80% music, 20% podcasts at home. When I'm driving, it's almost exclusively, then I think it's at, then it's flipped. 80% pods, 20% tunage. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I would like to start this segment. Now, this is something that you and I both know about. This is a listener submission from our friends, the 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 Diddies. Oh, yeah. We out, watched this last night. It's out, really creepy. It's extremely creepy. Yeah. I think, so this is our first piece of video evidence that we've ever gotten from listeners. Now, we have to say thank you to Katie Diddy. She is one of five Diddy kids, Diddy crew members. Yeah. There's yeah, there's there's the a lot Diddy of them. committee. There's the Diddy committee. <laughs> I think that's really good. Aw, I, really, I want to be part of the Diddy committee. I bet you, knowing knowing Katie Diddy, uh, I bet you she would welcome us into the Diddy committee with open arms. I hope so. Hey, Diddy crew, can we be part of the Diddy committee? Is that cool? <laughs> so there's Katie, Molly, Jack, Joe, and Riley. So we got this video or a series of videos from Joe Diddy and they were sent to Joe by his brother Riley Diddy. Yeah. So Riley was working a closing shift at a hotel, I believe. That's what it looks like from the images and the like fancy tile work behind the front desk. Yes. Looks like a hotel. And it was two, it, like between 2.55 and like quarter after three in the morning. And Riley was the only person at the hotel and he heard some keys drop and he had set these keys on the front desk and they had fallen off. But the keys were setting on top of this piece of paper, and he filmed this piece of paper. looked like it was getting tugged and yeah. moving a little bit. Yeah. In in the the first video, you can see the corner of the piece of paper get lifted up ever so slightly, and then it gets pulled a little bit. Right. And then there are other videos where it's moving even more, and then the piece of paper quite literally gets ripped off of the front. Well, it's another piece of paper. Oh, yeah. It was a separate piece of paper. It gets ripped off the counter. Yeah, like with force. So you might be thinking, okay, and this is what we were thinking as well. It's the front desk. There are doors there. Perhaps it was windy. Maybe there was a fan on. But for Riley to act this way, I mean, Riley has experience working at the front desk. I would think that this would be fairly out of the ordinary. Right. And Riley uh, Riley also sent Joe, or probably his whole family, a picture of him literally crying because he was so scared. He seemed pretty legitimately scared. Yeah, he did. Uh, would I be crying? Yes. Would I also be throwing up? Yes, I would. Yeah, the video is pretty good. I mean, it's a good video for a ghost 
exciting, I guess. Yeah, for some like real, I don't know the different classes, but this is some real grade A, class A, Kobe or Wagyu beef quality level ghost footage. It was really, really, really good. It's very unusual. It was very unusual. So we weren't able to save the videos from like the the way where we got them. So we're going to try to get these videos and then maybe put them on our Instagram uh, as well because these are too good not to see. Yeah, we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, seriously. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, I know we're biased, but we I feel like we're we're fairly skeptic or s- skeptical. Oh, yeah. I mean, I things. feel like everybody is a little bit skeptic. Yeah. Because you're trying to explain the unexplained. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be difficult. Oh, for sure. And again, like we were like like we were saying earlier, it's really easy to just not believe it because that makes it easier on yourself and your own brain. Right. But hey, thank you. Thank you, Joe Diddy, for sending it to us. Thank you to Riley for filming it and subjecting yeah. yourself to essentially getting punched, emotionally punched by a ghost. Right. And then thank you to the whole Diddy committee for allowing us to share the information on our show and just for being really supportive human beings. Absolutely. Also, Katie Diddy went to scavengersnetwork.com and ordered a Spooky Spouses mug, which you can do the same. So thanks, Katie Diddy. She'll be sipping in ghost style. <laughs> That's what I say. She'll be sipping some haunted dripping. Is that <laughs> oh. is that? Yeah, I guess that's okay. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's okay. It sounds weird and gross, but that's okay. Uh, Riley, we wish you the best. If you are possessed by a demon, call into the show and we'd love to interview you or interview the demon that's possessing your body. Hopefully, maybe like, like Larry or like scary, scary Larry. I don't know. Well, last week I did not have any breaking booze, Lindsay. Right. But this week... I done do have some. Ooh, scary. Are you scared for real? No, not really. Right now. I, maybe I will be, though. No, I don't think you will. It's okay. too It's too Bigfoot sightings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really amping it up. Really uh, selling it. <laughs> well, I just know, I just know where, where you stand when it comes to Bigfoot stuff. But this one, I, I only got this one because I thought this one was interesting because it seems plausible if there were it wasn't just like bigfoot walked across the street okay so there was this guy and it was happening within the first week of may which maybe this is so this i believe was last year so this was around my birthday now now i'm not like one of those guys who it's like hey everyone it's 2019 my birthday's this year hey everyone five months until my birth i'm not one of those people but i just think what a what an interesting connection what a Bigfoot birthday. What a Bigfoot birthday, baby. Okay. So this happened at 830 in the morning, and this guy said this sighting lasted for two hours. So he was staring at a Bigfoot for two hours. They just stared at each other, and they were doing the thing like where like you're going to you're you're gonna fight someone, and you try to make them flinch. Like they were just doing that at each other for two hours back and forth, <laughs> but they were 20 feet away from each other trying to get the other one. Really? No, no. Oh. So this guy had just gotten into turkey hunting. I guess a few years prior and hadn't really gone that much, but he said he went all in. He spent over $2,000 on all the camo, really good turkey calls. He made that a point in his story, you know, guns because he's hunting turkeys. Also like why? I mean, turkey's not very good, but whatever. Maybe it's just fun. But he was out in the woods using his turkey call and he was full camo. So difficult to see. And he wasn't talking. He wasn't making a lot of noise. Right. But he said that he was doing his turkey call for a while and he saw a turkey and he got it and he got the turkey and he was waiting there. But he saw a dude or so he thought walk up and he thought this guy was just going to walk up and take his turkey that he had just killed. 
Right. So he was making the call to maybe get more turkeys, like to let this guy know that he was still there. I guess he was trying to make it obvious, like, hey, this is obviously not a turkey. It's a human using a turkey call. And I also don't want to scare other turkeys around that are around the area. Yeah. But he thought this was weird because this guy, or so he thought, wasn't wearing camo and like one of the orange vests because it was turkey season. So this guy wouldn't get shot. And he saw this guy essentially stand almost directly between him and the turkey that this guy just killed. Now, it wasn't like super close, yeah, but far enough away. But he just saw the guy crouch down and just wait there for like an hour. Why wouldn't he yell something at him? I don't know, because maybe he thought there were turkeys around the area. Now, also, I'm not sure I'm not being mean, but the way that this guy wrote his submission... He might not be, let's just say, the brightest crayon or the sharpest pencil. Okay. So maybe logic, you know, maybe he's just he was just waiting and he wanted to get uh, other turkeys around, I guess. I'm not really sure. But he said he saw this thing crouch down for like an hour or so and then would occasionally pop his head up and look around and then pop his head back down. If you're turkey hunting, though, don't you have binoculars? I don't know if he uh, That's a good point. Maybe... Couldn't you look through your binoculars and be like, what's this dude doing? Maybe he didn't know what the dude was doing because when he spent 2000 bucks, he just forgot the binoculars. Oh, okay. But he, he, he got up, walked around, laid down again or crouched down. He thought he was just gone, but then he popped back up after another half hour or so, went, grabbed the turkey, left. So he stole his turkey. Stole the dead turkey and left. Okay. So that was that sighting, and that was in Connecticut. Maybe it was another guy, and he saw that, and he was just stealing his dead turkey, and he's like, well, I might as well just skin it right here, Oh, which probably took him about an hour, and then he packed it up and was like, all right, I'm out. (laughs) Maybe so. So I think that guy just got robbed of a turkey. So you think it was just, you think it was just a bully, just a, uh, just a a woodland bully. The guy wanted to spend $2,000 on equipment, but not understand how to go turkey hunting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's true. I don't know. This guy's not going to come get his turkey. I'm just going to take it. Hey, man, you shoot the turkey, you go get it. You're not getting it. Yeah. Why didn't you go get it? I'm going to have it. That's just silly. Okay. Well, there was another one in Arkansas in Logan County. And this time, this person said he saw a white or a silver Sasquatch. Oh, a Yeti. An albino. Yeah, a Yeti. A real Yeti in Arkansas. Uh, the guy's name was Jamie, and he was the, vacationing. The Yeti? or The Yeti's name was Jamie. <laughs> yeah, he walked across the street, and the guy was like, what is it? And then he stopped and went, I'm Jamie, and then kept walking. But the guy was on vacation with his family in a fairly secluded area, and there was another like little cabin or something right across the street. And yeah. I guess it was like only two cabins in the area, and they had gotten to know the other family who would usually vacation in this area, right? Because it was small. And this guy was walking through the woods and then across the street to go to his vacation buddy's house. And then he saw, or he said that he saw this silver or gray Yeti just whoop, zip through in the woods. He thought it looked, he was like, maybe it's a guy wearing all white, but he was really, really tall. But then uh, as he was describing this thing, he accidentally wrote a poem. And I don't know if this guy knew it. <laughs> okay. This is it. This is this is uh, Jamie's poem that he unintentionally wrote. Yeah. The hair seemed silvery white, similar in shades to aluminum foil. Oh, pretty. End of his poem. It is pretty. It's very descriptive. When I think of aluminum foil, I think, wow, that'd be a pretty poem. Isn't it? Yeah. It is a good descriptor, you know? 
Yeah, so he's shiny, or he's just aluminum. He was covered in aluminum foil, super shiny, and was saying. <laughs> so Ze- is a spaceman. Yeah, he was saying Zeepsorp Zebulon, and Ooh. was saying Zebulon, and then um, shot into outer space with his rocket feet. Ran up the stairs that he saw in the woods and shot right into outer space. Oh my gosh! What if not only you saw a staircase abandoned in the woods, but you saw a silvery Sasquatch just run up in full speed and then boop zip. Up in up in outer space, and then as it happened, he went, "I'm Jamie," <laughs> and then you're like, "Wow, what on earth did I just witness?" I feel like your chances of seeing that, like, you're more likely to see a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. Then then seeing a Sasquatch, or to see that series of events. That series of events. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of unicorns or mythological creatures, we once very easily convinced my sister that uh, they found a mermaid off the coast of Australia. Yeah. Well, she's really gullible, so. Mm -hmm. She's very gullible. We just sent her a text. We're like, I wonder if we can get her to believe this. And I'm not sure if she listens to the show very often, so I think it's okay. We were like, hey, Kel, you know they found a mermaid off the coast of Australia? And she went, oh my gosh, really? So that was it. And she believed us. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's my breaking booze for this week. Now, this small-ish, it's not small, but it's their, whatever, this topic... So this topic this week was recommended to us by a few people. And I thought, you know, we're always asking for recommendations. And I thought, you know, this one seems pretty good. So I dived into it a little bit. And it's... Is it a how to make spaghetti? It's how to make spaghetti. With With a Yeti. With a Yeti. (laughs) Making spaghetti with a Yeti. But you can forgetty the gluten noodles. And we'll be using the chickpea flour noodles. The gluten-free ghosty spaghetti yeti. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti with a yeti. Mm. Forgetty the gluten. Uh, yeah. Spook. Spook. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the whole concept or the numerology behind angel numbers. Oh, yeah. I've heard about these. So angel numbers, it's it's essentially like these like weird acts of synchronicities throughout your life or a day or I don't know, a, a smaller portion of your day or a week or a month or something. But it's seeing constantly seeing recurring numbers. Right. Now, I think a lot of people will say like, oh, I always see 1111, you know, and I make a wish at 1111. But I know that our friends Roxy and our friend Chelsea from the Self-Aware podcast. Yeah. I think that Chelsea was putting something on Twitter recently about how she always sees, I don't know, it's it's either 333 or 444. She always see it. She she always see it. She always see it. <laughs> um, but I found this website called thesecretofthetarot.com slash angel hyphen numbers. And not only does it break down what what each individual number means, there are links to what almost every single possible combination of numbers that you would see like on a clock, what those mean as well. And it was like, it's a really heavy duty website. Oh, I'm sure. Well, is that still fall in the same category of like, you know how I feel like everybody has this. You either like even numbers or odd numbers. Kind of, sort of, yeah. So like the 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 whole idea here is the reason why we are seeing these angel numbers or why there are these synchronicities is because I think you know we let's let's disassociate this with angels in general because that's sort of associated with like Christian or Catholicism. We'll just say these are spiritual numbers. Right. That there's some sort of a higher being or a higher power or something that is in control of what we believe is like fate. 
that's trying to get a message across to us somehow. And that's why we see these numbers. Right. So I think it's kind of similar, like, oh, I always end up seeing odd numbers. I always end up seeing even numbers or I always see the number five everywhere I go. Yeah. Or there there were stories I was reading on here where it was like, uh, say, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing quite a bit, but it's like uh, I woke up at like 824. And then I put $8.24 in my car, and then I saw the number 824 again, and then I bought food, and it was $8.24 all in one day. So all of those numbers, you can like pick them apart, and they all mean separate things, or you can combine them, and then they all mean things combined. Which is weird. Which is weird. So what I'd like to do now really quick is just uh, the, the most common ones that it has here are 1 through 9. It doesn't have number 10. 11 and 22. So this is if you're just seeing these numbers by themselves. Okay. Number one is the number of originality and leadership or independence. When this number appears, it could signal the beginning of something new or something original in your life. Perhaps so if you're seeing one a lot. If you're seeing one a lot, it means that maybe you have just started something new or original or something new and original is happening or will be happening. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I sort of see these things as like being premonitions or like instructing you what will be happening. Right. Because if it's already happened, you don't necessarily need, you really don't need any intervention, I guess, between you and like a higher power, quote unquote. Number two is the number of cooperation. This could be a sign that you need to cooperate more or be more sensitive. Number three is the number of spirituality. That one's pretty self-explanatory because of the Holy Trinity, right? Creativity or self-expression. This number might be used to show you new avenues of creativity. The number four is associated with stability, work, and career. This one says when you see number four, it's often a warning about your career situation. Mm. Uh Uh-oh, maybe call off that day. Number five (laughs) is associated with adventure and excitement. It's a sign that good times are on their way. Number six. Well, that's a fun one. I agree. I love number five. Ha ha. Number four sounds like when you call your boss, you're just like, I saw a bunch of fours today. I cannot come in. And they'll say, my uh, my middle name is the number four, and you're in trouble. And then they're, and then it's bad. And then it's bad. Right. The number six represents everything connected with home, including family ties and responsibility. One number that I see a lot, and it, and I always seem to see this number on like those like crosswalk signals. Yeah. Is the number seven. Whenever I look at one, the the like an overwhelming majority. Whenever I'm looking at them, I always see the number seven. And I don't know why that is. Maybe some, someone or something is trying to tell me something. Well, what does it say in your research? This is a sign that I or that you are in alignment with your spiritual purpose. The number seven is the number of the spirit. Opportunities to align with divine purpose will open up to you. So you're the spirit. I, I uh, sure. You're the spirit man. I'm the spirit boy. <laughs> but I guess this only means when I'm like crossing the street. I don't know. The number eight is the number of abundance of material and prosperity. This means you'll achieve your deeper spiritual purpose or you can attract abundance. The number nine is the number of accomplishment. It's a sign from, from a source that it's time to start your real work. The number 11 is the master number. Creepy, right? The number that you need to listen to your deeper intuitions. You may be about to meet someone whose high energy will raise your vibrations to new heights. Hmm. And that's what I look for in someone. Are you going to raise... a master person? Yeah. I'm like, does the number 11 resonate with you? Are you going to raise my <laughs> vibrations to new heights? That's weird heights? though because you could either take it as the number 11 or 11. Exactly, right? Yeah. So I think it's just 
when you see, I, I understand that this is going to sound silly, but when you see the number paired with the number one, then maybe it's difficult to disassociate those two because 11 is such a powerful number in numerology. Right. I don't know. And then the last one here is number 22, the number of the master builder. Now, it didn't say Bob the Builder, but I think that's what it means. Oh. Telling you that you have the ability to make your dreams into reality. Hmm. Now, I would think that people on military time probably see 2222 way more so than people who don't really read military time. So maybe they get to see the cool master builder number way more than we do. Probably. Is there a number that you see more often than not? I was trying to think of that. No, Well, I've seen, like, I've thought it's weird where I've seen numbers, like, throughout the day or maybe that week. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I always just think, like, oh, just because I became aware of that number, now I'm seeing it and paying more attention to it. I can honestly say, like, throughout my whole life, I don't think I've ever, like, repeatedly saw numbers or, like, saw a certain number or, like, I have and I haven't been aware of it. Sure. Now, one could argue if 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 we are going to accept like the whole there's a higher power or some sort of spiritual nature or, or something that's yeah. making you see these numbers. One could say that that's why like the whole frequency theory thing, you you learn about something and then you see much more of it. That could be intentional, that that could be like an actual thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always my whole life liked even numbers better. I've mm -hmm. always liked even numbers, but that's always because like they evenly distribute themselves true like i like symmetry and i like things to be even and in order so like i've always liked even numbers but i don't think i've ever like paid attention to certain numbers now i've always liked odd numbers because in odd numbers they're also for like the whole idea of symmetry there's always a middle with an evenness on both sides of uh -huh. the middle thing i see i don't know i think that's interesting well what was your what was your um your number in high school when when you played soccer i was always 42 42. Okay, so on this list, the the secret of the tarot.com slash angel hyphen numbers, there are there there is a list of double digit, triple digit, quadruple digit, single digit. There's all sorts of these numbers that are all defined. Yeah. So and this was updated less than a year ago. So you're It's pretty fresh and fly. It's frizz ash and flizz eye. You know it is. <laughs> Uh, the number 42 is a message from your guardian angels mm. that your prayers have been heard and will soon be answered. So again, disassociating this with religion in general, something is hearing your desires or what you would like, and I guess they're about to be answered. A higher power are, is working on your behalf to ensure that your efforts are successful. Trust your own abilities, have faith that a higher power will guide you and assist you every step of the way. Man, it goes on and on and on. I'm, I'm showing Lindsay how much information is about each number. Look at all this. That's all for that's number 42. Lot. That's all for 42. That's a, that's a ton of stuff. But this is my number that I always had to have when I played soccer in high school. So it's like, has my prayer been answered or like, am I still waiting? How I don't do know. you know? Maybe it's a soccer specific prayer. Kicking hard. Maybe I'm being like, I'm going to be the next Mia Hamm. That would be cool. Yay. Kick. Kicking. <laughs> I haven't played soccer in about 10 years. That's true. Yeah. Same here. I when Whenever I see people playing soccer, I always want to be playing soccer. Oh, yeah. I love soccer. I just haven't played it. So what I will do is put this on our Twitter, this link. 
Yeah, uh, I think people will find it interesting. I've I th- heard people say that they've had certain numbers or things in their life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can research it. Yeah. So you don't even need to Google it. We're going to make it not, we're going to make it so you don't have to Google it. You just click on the thing and that will be on our Twitter. Now, when you do find out some stuff, um, write back at us and let us know what you found out. If you want to, you don't have to. Spooky underscore spouses on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us an email if you want to be private at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. Is there a certain numbers that you always like that you see? The number seven a lot for me. Oh, yeah. I see seven a lot. I mean, that's usually like, that's like my number. Okay. Is number seven. Cool. So, I, whatever, dude. I don't so know. So, you're the spirit man. I'm spirit boy and you're soccer girl. Oh. Is there like, you know, the stickers that say like, you know, 26.2? Like, oh, yours yeah. just, mine just says soccer girl and yours just says like spirit man. Yours says 42. Soccer girl. And mine says seven. Yeah, spirit boy. Well, I don't have to necessarily be soccer girl. I could be like guardian angel girl. Or you could be um, dreams fulfilled girl. Protected by my guardian angel. So there. So back off. Idiot. And I'll say idiot underneath. <laughs> I don't think it has to say idiot, but yeah. Okay. Well, we'll make two versions of that bumper sticker. <laughs> okay. One one with and one without the word idiot. Okay. And then an optional number three that says just shut up underneath it okay yeah so we'll have some that get really aggressive and some that are very polite interesting yeah there's a whole thing with numbers there's you know the angel numbers there's your like astrology numbers Mm -hmm. like not just your horoscopes and your your sign there's like certain numbers that you actually are and i don't know we did them at work one day oh yeah that's right i mean we were working at work yeah (laughs) not looking up our numbers but you won't even say what job it is so it protects you right it was when you were a when you worked at the pizza place that also it was like ice cream pizza but then there was also like a dog kennel it was a really it was a really intense and very confusing convoluted uh place of employment (laughs) i've never even worked anything close to that really well that's a little trick that Lindsay just told (laughs) all of you because that's where we both work the pizza place dog kennel i would love that you just feed dogs pizzas They would love it. Ew, what a mess. Yeah, it would be a really big mess going in and leaving. And yeah, leaving them. And it would be messy. Very messy. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It'd be a, You know what? It would be a disaster. What do you think that dogs would request on their pizza? Pepperoni. Sorry, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Maybe like weird stuff. Well, Molly likes tofu. Molly does like She'd have raw like a tofu. Veggie pizza. Well, it would have to come out and then you do like a raw tofu. Just dump Everything a bunch of raw tofu. Everything would just be raw. The yeah. bread, the tofu. Oh, bleh. I mean, cheese can be raw. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Anything stinky, probably. Molly would like? No, dogs in general. Oh, yeah. Sock. Dead bird. Dead bird pizza. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Dead frog or just live frog would be fine. Fish. Yeah, dead fish on Lake Erie. stinky fish. Yep, that'd be okay. Stinky cheese, for sure. Chips. Yeah, chips are fun. They crunch. (laughs) Okay, all right. They they crunch. Uh, Iceberg lettuce. Great. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm glad we talked about dog pizza. And I actually really am because I think that's very funny. And that's all I have. Awesome. Well, very interesting. Thank you, Lindsay Marie. I will plug our Patreon again one more time. That's patreon.com slash the scavengers network. I don't know why we haven't advertised this before. Go there. And if you'd like to, you can help support the network, support our show, support all the other shows on the network by being a monthly donor. You can do one buck, one buck, two bucks, five dollars. Yeah, go go check out all the different tiers and all the different levels and help support our wonderful little network grow and keep 
doing what we do. We'd also like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for the music that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. You can find Eli at at Eli Who Does Music. Hit him up. Have him write you a song. Pay him some money. Hit him up, Styles. <laughs> hey, Eli. That's that blue Cantrell. Gonna write a little tune for you. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make it real stanky, and I will slap the bass. <laughs> We'd also like to thank everybody, obviously, at the Scavengers Network. We have yes. a big spooky Scavengers family. I mean, they're not spooky, but we like to call them our spooky buddies. Yeah, they're our spooky buds. And we have three new shows on the network. I know that you've heard us talk about them, but uh, Insanely Haunted, I Dunno Radio, and Morgan Needs a Podcast. Go check them out. We are, we're growing every day. And we'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show and helping us spread the word. Yeah, like I always say, without you, there is no us. And what but I- is there us? I mean, are we ghosts? Uh, Shro- Have there not been us the whole time? schrodinger's us are we ghosts uh i think we're all kind of ghosts at least there's there's a ghost inside all of us uh you know just deep. <laughs> wait waiting to get out that was my poem i wrote oh cool there is a ghost inside all of us waiting eager to run what's your poem one line um, one sentence pizza's usually for humans but sometimes dogs I like that one. It's simple. It's easy yeah, to get. Yeah, I like that one. I have to think about it. Do you want to try and do another one or are you good? No. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well, until next Monday, have a pizza puppy party for your perfect pet. Kind of a Monday. <laughs> have a um, search and rescue for Wednesday. Ha- hey. <laughs> well, until next Monday, we'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hey. Listen up. Yeah. Listen. Ready? Listening. Cool. <laughs>